Welcome to Wobblies and Wizards. I am your host, Loga the Barbarian, joined by Andrew Duvall, the author of Desecrated Temple of Loka. Now, I think I called it Locha, right? Yeah, it, I used a random syllable generator. You can call it whatever you want. <laughs> <laughs> so, no gods, no masters, right? <laughs> oh, yeah, I like that. It's beautiful. <laughs> Now, let me ask about the history of this. Like, so I, I, it originally appeared in a knock. Issue. Yeah. Yeah. So it, it was originally, I was running a, um, I was running Tomb of the Serpent Kings, the Skirple adventure. And I was using um, Nave for it for a, it was my first OSR game. And the, the players ended up like going way off left field, but, um the the like direction that they went i just came up with this little encounter about there was this whole thing about like if they started screaming into the void at a fish demon and but so i made this little thing and the the version of it that i made is what you see in knock like that's what i made for me to run the the encounter um i got the first knock there was an open sub i loved it so much if stop with this podcast if you don't own the knocks go buy them and then come back <laughs> yeah knock is amazing there's three issues out now i uh and this was in issue number two with yeah, the covers yeah. i i the covers of issue one and two especially blew me yeah. away these yeah, nice yeah. little the, the detail of the features um i'm i'm gonna try if i can put this episode up on the old uh what's it called the old youtube so you can there see you hold them right. up <laughs> but they are they are beautiful and they are cover to cover just chock full of great stuff to use. They're, they're so good. I believe the initial uh, drive for them were to make all the blog posts after like G plus left the OSR scene lost this big resource. And I believe the knock magazine started with trying to make a lot of that stuff like a physical product you could hold. So especially those first two are filled with a lot of like classic OSR blog posts that have been turned into an article and expanded and stuff. Anyway, I read the first one. I was like, this is so cool. I remember the Dungeon and the Dragon magazines from back in the day when I was a kid. Like, I wish I was cool enough to be in something like this. And then, like I said, there was an open call for content. I just, here's a bunch of stuff I'd made for my local game. And, uh, they were like, yeah, perfect. We'll, we'll do this. And so I started, so I sent it to there, it got published. Um, and I was trying to make like a version for it for itch. So other people could have it. And that snowballed uh, a one page spread. The initial thing in knock is just a single, a single page, but that turned into a two page spread, which then turned into, well, if you're going to print it, it has to be four pages. And then long story short, it's available on exalted funerals where i picked it up i did a i did a little and it's one that i've been looking at for a bit it's just you, know, you gotta have enough money to pick up everything <laughs> yeah. exalted funeral purchase uh here a little while back i picked up some zines i was wanting to review for the podcast yeah. and i picked it up if you go back you can hear uh john and i took a look at it in an earlier episode. yeah you guys good, i had checked that out it was, it was a great episode yeah, Exalted Funeral is awesome. If you're oh, yeah. if you're a zine, if you're a maker, like they are, they worked with me. It was awesome. They do a lot of like community type outreach. It's it was a real easy process to go from I have an idea to here's a product that you can now buy. 
can't recommend those guys enough. I want to talk to you about this isometric map that you've made because I've yeah. become more and more interested. I've seen more and more isometric maps popping up around, for especially in little zines. And I've always just done the, the graph paper maps and all. So I want to know your process of putting together this isometric map. Like, do you, you're using a certain kind of isometric graph paper or are you doing it all digitally? How are you doing? How are you approaching so, it? So I initially found a tutorial from Pat's Peculiar. It's like he's a, he's Eastern European. I can't remember. Nicholas willstead or something like that is his actual name anyway i found a tutorial online is paths peculiar you said yeah paths peculiar is his uh but he's got a, a website that does like uh he's got little tutorials for the 2d maps and the isometric maps and the uh tomb of the serpent kings i was like oh this is cool i'll just one board afternoon maybe even during quarantine for covid i was like i'll mess with this and it it worked out really well that first one was on physical graph paper, but then I started doing them digitally. I believe the map in Loca is done in uh, Krita, the free website, but it has an isometric grid you can turn on and, and that sort of stuff. But these days I use the Affinity Suite, Affinity Publisher, Affinity Designer, Affinity Photo that are all like 50% off right now. But uh, Yeah, I, I love the Affinity stuff. I, I worked with Adobe for many years and I have a lot of frustrations and complaints with adobe and when i yeah. discovered affinity i was like goodbye adobe yeah get this right. off my computer <laughs> yeah you know for the cost of like two months of the subscription to their suite you now own outright all of the you know affinity so yeah yeah it's 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 and, and it's not nearly as bloated the adobe stuff takes up a lot of space yeah, yeah, and yeah, the uh, 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 CS2 when it came out, I thought was yeah. kind of the best release for Adobe. After that, it just kept on bloating and bloating, and I felt that everything added was unnecessary. But that's my yeah. personal opinion. Yeah. I'll take it. <laughs> right, right, yeah. So, uh, yeah, so you're doing the isometric maps in Affinity. I, I think I, I, I prefer drawing by hand, uh, drawing via digitally. I've done a lot over the years just for work, and I, I'll, I'll do it. But, but I do have a preference of drawing by hand. I've been looking a lot more at getting. In fact, I'll say that that this here, looking at this and a couple other zines I've been looking at the last month has been like, well, I think I need to start doing some isometric maps and play around with that. So I'll tell you, you've, you've inspired me. <laughs> the, you can buy the isometric grid paper on, you know, anywhere you can buy that kind of stuff, Amazon, whatever. But there's a bunch of sites where you can get like, like free PDFs. You just print them out on your home printer. That's what I did. Yeah. You know, I just, I printed out like 25 pages at work <laughs> when no one was looking. <laughs> You know, I might, I might end up doing both. I think before the, yeah. before this, uh, before the, before we're, the hour is up, I might end up ha being waiting on some, some, some paper from Amazon or something. Right. Exactly. And I'll have some get, up. get a pad of those. You get the, uh, the Unipins or the Pigma Microns, you know, there you go. You're all set. Yeah. Well, see, I do a, a lot of my stuff digitally and I have a, I have a front porch that like it's, it's springtime. And after being inside for so long, Every day I wake up and make breakfast, I sit out there and I'm like, I should go get to work. But this is look how dark this room is. Yeah. <laughs> so I'm like, I don't want to. <laughs> well, I, 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 I do. I spend a lot of time on my porch. I, I spend I, I'm a chain. I smoke a ridiculous amount. So I go I don't smoke inside the house. So it's always on the right. porch with my coffee. And I spend many hours chilling on the porch and 
when it comes springtime, I am not a winter person. I am definitely yeah. a summer person. I want to be able to run. I want the warm air with the sun. I need to go back to Southern California. <laughs> I, I grew up thinking I was some kind of like, like I grew up in Cleveland, Ohio and lived through Ohio and have been to DC a lot over the years and Northeastern cities. I had this mindset. I'm an East coast kind of guy. Like I moved down to Southern California. I'm like, Nope. I'm a Southern California kind of yeah. I like the sunshine. <laughs> I like yeah. I, I feel you. I'm right. I'm dead center between uh, Pittsburgh and Philly, like right on oh, yeah. the Appalachian trail. Yeah. So oh, I feel yeah. you with that Northeastern. The summers are 120 degrees with 99% humidity. And then winters are like negative 10 sometimes. Yeah, and just horrible. Yeah. I would <laughs> much rather do that 110. <laughs> that winter. My body hurts when it comes up. My body hurts. <laughs> <laughs> so anyhow I, I, i'm gonna jump back to away from the weather temple of look now i can't kept on saying locia but we were saying loca was what you how you had pronounced it correct i mean like i said no it, it i be- use a random generator it doesn't really no gods no masters is, is my <laughs> personal philosophy about things so i i appreciate that a great <laughs> deal i got my emma goldman tattoo going on up here on my on my, my, my exactly <laughs> yep, exactly oh yeah if anybody knows me on social media they know that uh <laughs> i could be a menace <laughs> excellent excellent uh, the, the fish gods, I kind of wanted to duck because I got a very, it, it was very deep ones, Lovecraftian type vibe originally when I was looking at that. And I liked that. And I liked how you kind of like got into some of the smell of the sea brine and stuff like that. And then could you tell us a little bit about what you were thinking there? What the intent yeah. was and the inspiration? So I was actually like the fish and reptile manager of a Petco for a long time. And I'm really into fish and reptiles. You can't see off screen, but I got two gecko tanks and then like a little tiny fish tank like back through here excellent but so the the desiccated temple of loca was like a a very clear sense memory i have of like when you have a dirty fish tank that like dries completely out (laughs) like if you've ever like like at a yard sale where somebody (laughs) has some like old crusty looking tank just this kind of or like from fishing where you're like on the banks of a river that might have be a little dry and it's kind of got this like funky organic kind of smell to it. Yeah. I remember we had, I had a friend growing up in Cleveland. He was actually, so my, my dad and his dad were pastors together. Okay. And, and I go over to their house and they had fish tanks like crazy. They had like how the, the the side of the wall itself would be like mirror and then they'd have fish tanks like inset into it like as part of yeah. the wall and they had all these like just fish tanks throughout the house and lots of used fish tanks like old fish tanks that they yeah just made out yep. and it was the 80s and there was just very 80s i would say <laughs> decor of these fish tanks set into the wall I, yeah, you are, you are unlocking core memories, man. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. I remember the little, the little stones they would have. Cause I remember we would, we would have a couple of those fish tanks downstairs where the, where the castle of Grayskull resided in the basement with the Hell He-Man yeah. figures and the Thundercats that he had. And I remember, I remember they had like the little, the strange little decor that would go in there from treasure chests and everything else. And that ended up getting mixed up with He-Man and, and lion and everybody else. Yeah. Right, right, right. <laughs> <laughs> These little like weird 
alternative reality still lives with like fish just kind of floating around in the whole thing yeah yeah, yeah. and sometimes <laughs> things were a little stinkier than i that probably should have been there. <laughs> exactly exactly but yeah that's that's that was the that was the inspiration i had through the whole thing was like this very core because i love when like you feel like you're in a place like not necessarily like reading the box text from an adventure but like when the adventure kind of instills like you, you start to like feel being in the place so i was like trying really hard to there's in, in my notes there's even like more in my like little notebook there's just pages and pages and pages of description that i tried to like condense down into the Ooh. you know into the into the zine itself that's like a whole art form in it of its own to go from you know my notes to a thing somebody else would read and try to get the like and can i get can i put the thought i have in my head inside your head in like three words <laughs> well that's you know <laughs> here's the thing there's an evolution going on in games i think right now and because the old modules are just like they say wall attacks and then you have the old school essentials come out and then bullet points and, and distilled information more closely resembles what i've always created yeah. for a game because my notes for game were not like big paragraphs. I mean, sometimes I would write out paragraphs of story and stuff for myself. But a lot of times it's just lots of bullet points and notes for myself to know this, this, this when I get there. And sometimes it would only be, I would be the only one to understand it if you read it. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> a lot of times my notes are that way. So how, how do you take those those few words that I note for myself that maybe only have meaning to me, like by playing in in old Alan Jenkins' basement with with the He Man and the fish tank and that smell yeah. that I had there? How do I take that sense memory and put that on a page for other people to be like, oh yes, that's that? <laughs> yeah, there's some like really weird like taking an idea and symbolizing it and then it's back to an idea and then it gets symbolized again there's like a lot of weird kind of cool thought stuff where you're like yeah yeah if we can, <laughs> can go where like if i ideas are tied to like the language that you know and all that kind of stuff yeah that all i, I can get real noodly and, and that kind of weirdness i love kind of playing with that kind of I have a background in psychedelics. Let, let me I'll just cut to the chase. So, Ooh, you know. I <laughs> so I love I toying with <laughs> how my brain works. I, I love that's that's one of my favorite things. So yeah, yeah, I, I, I yeah, we'll have to we'll have to. So if you're listening, I'm, I'll try to record the discussion after this this episode and, and see where that goes. And we'll maybe put it on the Patreon or something if you're okay right. with that. Yeah, yeah, absolutely, absolutely. So so could you tell our listeners where they can find your stuff find you online? I, I know you've got a you got a blog and a few other things out there, and you can find this. Yeah, basically, so all of my stuff is online is tied to a username Duvelman Dice, D-U-V-E-L-M-A-N Dice. So if you if you yell Duvelman Dice three times out loud, I will appear. But I'm on for social media everywhere you could think of Twitter, Instagram, TikTok. YouTube, Facebook. I'm probably missing a few platforms, but it's all <laughs> at Duvalman Dice. I'm probably most active currently uh, as a menace on Facebook, but I make a lot of TikToks. I'm actually involved in a group uh, called Beggar Talk. If you're on 
if you're on TikTok and you want a lot of like it non D and D five E specifically uh, RPG content, hashtag beggar talk. Like I'm begging you, it's I'm begging you to play another game. Or for my uh, for my products, it's doodlemandice.itch.com or Exalted Funeral carries a physical copy of uh, Desecrated Temple of Loka. And as always, if you've enjoyed what you've heard here today, give us a positive review wherever you're listening. It really help us. You can find us on Facebook as well. Just search Wobblies and Wizards. Wobbliesandwizards.com is our blog. I'm on Twitter at Logar Hale Crom. You can always use the support over on Patreon. Patreon.com backslash Wobblies and Wizards. And keep those dice rolling.